Welcome to the Hook and Ladder podcast, college basketball, NCAA tournament, bracket breakdown, basically our NCAA tournament preview number two. Um, if you're listening to this, that means you probably just finished um, listening to the first NCAA tournament bracket breakdown, picks pod, preview type thing, not really a bracket breakdown, it was our picks pod. Um, and you, you, you're really happy because you're running to the window to, to, to play some tickets and cash some winners eventually because they're all they're all fire picks um and now we're gonna get into our full our full breakdown all right so kyle right. You, ready, you ready to do this Let's we're, do not it. Gonna, we're not gonna waste anybody's time so here's what we're gonna do region by region we're gonna go the favorite in the region the most likely to the, the, the most likely team to get to the final four the top contenders whether it's one or two teams that we think will give the favorite the most trouble Paper Tiger, is there a high seed that, that is really vulnerable? Um, bracket Buster, which team basically seeded eight, nine, or, or, or lower, even seven, whatever, whatever it is, which team that nobody's really thinking about can bust the bracket? And then our pick to win. Who's going to win the region? Who's going to represent said region in the Final Four? Let's start in the West. Gonzaga is the number one seed. Duke is the number two seed. That's a whole separate thing, Colin, for what it's worth. I mean, Duke should not have been a two seed. I had them as like one of my one of the like mid three seeds. Whatever, just the Coach K bias nonsense. Um, Gonzaga the one, Duke the two, Arkansas the four, Texas Tech the three. Both our teams are trying to play into this region with Alabama as the six, UConn the five. Um, interesting region. The favorite, I think we can both agree, is uh, is Gonzaga. What makes Gonzaga so dangerous? I mean, what what doesn't make Gonzaga dangerous. I think that's an I think that's an easier question to answer. Uh, Timmy Holgram, uh, Mark Few as your head coach. Yep. This team has talent. This team has played well above almost everybody in the country all year. Um, Again, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. People people still don't want to believe in them. Um, despite just being an absolute monster of a team, there's like what what haven't they done? They they have just been they they blow out teams. They beat St. Mary's, San Francisco in the uh, WCC. They have the loss to St. Mary's recently to keep them a little grounded. Yep, uh, which I think is important. They lost to Duke and Alabama. Also, those are the other two losses. They have a win over Texas Tech. Uh, they have a win over Texas. They have a win over UCLA where they just smacked them. Yep. Um, there is just a lot to like Andrew Nemhard. Yep. What what not to like? What what isn't there to like? Tell me because <laughs> I'm looking at it and I don't know. Yeah, I think the only thing that's not to like about Gonzaga is the fact that they just played two months in the WCC, which seems to be the drawback on them every year, that they they just spend January and February not playing real teams. I think that can be a little bit debunked this year because this is the best WCC has been in, in a decade because it's, it's really not just Gonzaga and then St. Mary's a tier below. Like St. Mary's has been really good this year. San Francisco's really good. BYU and Santa Clara both missed the tournament, but they're both pretty pretty competent teams um, and, will, and they are very capable of making noise in the NIT. So... I mean, WCC was basically, I mean, they, they was, it was a good league, but that's the drawback on Gonzaga. They're still elite. 
They've got the wins to prove it. They're the rightful number one overall seed, and they are the rightful favorite in this region. Top contenders to Gonzaga, Kyle. Who do you think is the, the most dangerous contender to Gonzaga? Who's the biggest challenger? I mean, I think there's a couple in this league. In this, <coughs> I think we have um, Duke is a, is a team that uh, people are maybe a little lower on now than they, they have been in a while. I think this team is still really good. I think they can defend at a really high level. Uh, and Kara is a great player. Mark Williams is just a dominant post presence. They're really physical. That can give a lot of teams a lot of problems. Um, I think we have Texas Tech is a, is a fantastic three seed. This, this may be the toughest region out there. Um, Texas Tech has just played great basketball all year under Mark Adams. Their defense has been smothering. Um, then you, you got an Arkansas team that surged late in the SEC. I don't know how much I, I'm buying into them right now, but they're really good. UConn's really good. You've got a Boise State Memphis matchup that's a scary 8 9, a Davidson Michigan State matchup that's scary. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Rutgers Notre Dame, you know, two teams that, that could cause some problems. And on the other side of that game, you've got Alabama who has already beat Gonzaga. Yeah. And Baylor. And Baylor. And yeah. And can, uh, no, they didn't beat Kentucky, but, you know, anyway. Um, Tennessee. I mean, Alabama's obviously got, got that high end talent. Uh, I agree. You named all of them. Um, I think the, the top contender, I I'm not sold on Duke. Um, I think the top contender is, is Arkansas. And I mean, the team that wasn't mentioned is UConn, but like Danny Hurley can coach UConn rebounds, they're physical. Um, and they get to play their first couple games in Buffalo, which I think is a huge advantage to them. I mean, they're going to, their fans will travel. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, but I think the, the toughest challenger to Gonzaga is probably Arkansas. Musselman has, has had them playing great. And I think they needed a loss like that to get them kind of off their high horse a little bit. Um, and Texas A&M really took them to the woodshed a little bit. And I think that that will bode well for Arkansas going into the NCAA tournament. And they, they got to the elite eight last year, you know, like they're, I mean, I know it was a, it was mostly, it was a very different team last year. I mean, they, I mean, who are the, I guess Jalen Williams and J.D. Note and Devo Davis are really the, the main holdovers from last year's team, but they're built in a very similar way. They surged in a very similar way down the stretch. And I, I think Arkansas is a, a real, real challenger to Gonzaga, but, I mean, West Regional, games in Portland and then San Francisco, it's, it's going to be hard for anybody really to, to top Gonzaga. Paper Tiger, Kyle. Give me the Paper Tiger in this region. Favorite segment. This is a favorite segment of the pod. Who's the paper tiger? This is tough. This is tough. Um, because I'm looking at these teams one through, I mean, I, I, I don't even want to include Alabama in the paper tiger because they're six seed. Yep. So I, I feel like that's almost cheating. Um, but you, you look one through five and, 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 and it's, and it's really hard to find one. Um, well, give me one. In my opinion, yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Texas Tech. Um, I, I bet on I, Montana State. Um, I don't know if they can really win that game, but I think Texas Tech has had this fantastic season with a 
massive home court advantage and a great defense, but they've had an inability to score all year. And I think that can come back to hurt them against teams that can either score or that can, you can get Alabama and Notre Dame who could score, or you could get Rutgers who can play the same type of style. Like you're just going to play to Rutgers advantage by one, by playing that style. Um, and I think that's a team that people are looking at as, as an elite eight, maybe final four that I don't even know if they get to the Sweet 16. So. Yeah, dude, I completely agree. Um, I agree. Texas Tech's the paper tiger in the region. A lot of people are talking about them. They've, they've surged as the season's gone on, and they've surged because they are, I think, the number one defensive team in the country in terms of defensive efficiency, and that's great. I mean, they guard at a super high level. But you know what you need to do in March? You got to score timely baskets also. Like, defense matters, and I agree de- to a certain extent defense wins championships. Like, you can't, you can't show up and play Matador defense like Purdue will, you know? Like, you got to guard at, at a certain level. Um, you also have to score. And, like, if you look at the top – like, if you went on BART or Ken Palm and you looked at, like, the top really 12 teams or even 20 teams, even you could even go deeper to, like, the top – really top 22, 23 teams. Like, Texas Tech is the worst offensive team in that group by a wide margin. Who do they go to in a tight game down the stretch to score? Like, Bryson Williams? He's like a – Jonas Arms? Yeah, exactly. Like, like there are some red flags there that I think people are overlooking. Um, and I, I, I don't know about Montana State. Like, I mean, I, I might need to look into that a little bit more. But Rutgers, Notre Dame, and Alabama are all very, very capable of beating Texas Tech. Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's my – my... the, uh, the, the rule, right, when you're looking at a, um, at a team that could win the championship? And, I mean, Texas Tech is nine in, right, in top Tom, so essentially and, uh, – Five in Bart is you can't have an adjusted offense or adjusted defense outside of the top 50. Yeah. I mean, I think, and even if you want to limit it more to like top 25 ish, like they're, like I don't, Texas Tech is, I don't see it with Texas Tech. You're going to have to score the basketball, especially in this region. Like, like they're going to have to score. And I, I, I think Texas Tech is a really difficult draw. I mean, they're being sent to San Diego too for their first couple games, which I think is a little unfair. I think they would have hoped to be in Fort Worth or something like that, Um, but they're not. They're going out to San Diego where they're going to have to play Alabama, who is a really confident group, um, or not Alabama, or or Notre Dame or Rutgers, who, I mean, like, who would be coming in with confidence and are both competent. Like, I just – I think this is – I agree. Texas Tech's the paper tiger. Bracket buster, Mr. O'Donnell. What do you think? This is tough. This is tough. Um, I, I, I can I can I give a game? Sure. I, I guess this kind of this kind of this kind of goes in the same thing because I think whoever comes out of that Alabama Notre Dame Rutgers pool, yeah, has the potential to go to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think all three of those teams have it in them and have the capability to come out. And I don't think a lot of people have them in our bracket with Notre Dame fans, Rutgers fans, and Alabama fans, you might not get as much leverage, yep. but in other brackets, I think that's what, there's a lot of leverage right there. Um, are we talking run or just upset? Bracket buster. Like, I mean, whatever, yeah. use, it, use it to your best judgment, whatever you think. Okay. Bust I right. also think Memphis is, is, they, we we just talked about them pick spot. It's a it's a bad matchup with Boise State, but if they can get by that matchup, this team's 
been the number seven team in the country for a while. They have a ton of talent. I mean, Penny Hardaway hasn't maximized it, but ever since Simone Bates has been out, that team has been playing scarily well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, with Michigan State. I don't think anybody's talking about them. I might be completely wrong. Like, I think that I also have watched Michigan State a lot this year, and I, I they have flaws for sure. But, like, I think the I think the matchups are okay for them. I think they're experienced. Like they are very experienced, especially in the front court. Um, their guard play, I think, can be a question mark, which might be their really only flaw and drawback. But I think Tom Izzo can coach. It wouldn't surprise me if this Michigan State team made it made a little run into the Sweet 16 and and upset Duke and 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 if Tom Izzo ended Coach K's career a little earlier than than Coach K would like. Okay, Kyle, pick to win the uh, West region. Duke. Really, I think I get leverage on Duke. I think everybody's off at of Duke right now. Um, I think it's. It's a team that could go down very early. Um, we've, we've seen some of their struggles recently, but I think the physicality that they present is, is a problem for a lot of teams. Like uh, Texas Tech may try to out-physical you. Uh, that's not going to work with Duke. And then I think the physicality, if you can get there to play Gonzaga, also poses an issue. Uh, Timmy, Timmy's kind of soft. And home, you know, I, I heard somebody else talking about it. You know, you see Timmy flexing when they're up 15, but when they're down two, he's not, he's not taking over. Yeah. And um, I mean, this is the thing a lot of people talk about and Chet Holmgren is obviously projected to be one of the top picks in the country for a reason, you know, NBA analysts know more than me about his potential draft, but he is really, he's really small. And, uh, you know, it's not small. Mark Williams, Theo Vaughn, Van Caro, those are big dudes. Yep. And I think that size can present Gonzaga a problem. And they, they they know they can do it. They already did do it. Yeah. Um, okay. My pick's Gonzaga. I think West Regional. Um, what, you just fist bump? Fist bump? No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't fist bump. I know you were going to have Duke because you got from losing to Michigan State. Uh, I don't have that yet, but I've, I'm definitely thinking about it. Um, my pick's Gonzaga. I think the draw is good. Uh, I don't think they're as good as last year's team was, but I still think they are the, the class of this region. Um, and I don't think that – that. I mean, obviously Duke beat them already, but, like, I, I think that was a crazy great performance by Duke. And I like Andrew Nemard. I like Mark Few. I don't think this is their year but I think they do get through this region and get to the final four. Um, and I think, I think being in Portland and then San Francisco is like, a, I think that's a huge advantage to them and, and their fan base. Like that's just, that's a massive advantage. They're the only that teams is. that won't have to travel like multiple, I guess, I guess the Alabama Rutgers, Notre Dame, Texas tech, Montana state pod won't have to worry about it either. Cause they'll be in San Diego, but like Gonzaga state basically starting in the Pacific Northwest and staying in the Pacific Northwest. Cause let's be honest, San Francisco's in California, but it's really the Pacific Northwest anyway. Um, look at this, uh, Mr. Geography. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, learn so, something. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I think Gonzaga is my pick. I mean, I agree. It, it's a, it's, it's a massive edge. It's gonna, I mean, 
if if it were to be Duke, Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, does Gonzaga have more fans? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably 50 50. I think it's gonna be dead even. Split. One of the only teams, one of the only teams that could have that potential against Duke. Yeah. East region, Philadelphia. Baylor, the number one seed. Kentucky, the number two seed. Purdue, the number three. UCLA, the number four. Um, pretty interesting because if you look at these top four teams, really all four were like top ten teams coming into the season. It's a really uh, high-powered region. Favorite. Uh, favorite's Baylor. Actually, I guess Kentucky's the favorite. Are they really? I, I think. I think betting-wise, they are. Interesting. Um, who would you think is the favorite? I've been riding for Kentucky all year. I don't know if I can get off of them now, yeah. but it, it does scare me that that doing so would require picking against Baylor. Yeah. And while I, I do think Baylor's come back down to earth a little bit, I think people are also they've they've overcompensated on Baylor and the lack of talk Baylor's getting as a number one seed that won the tournament last year is, is scary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree. Um, I agree. I think, I think Baylor is probably the favorite. Um, I get even Kentucky's the, the betting favorite. Like I think, I think they're pretty, I mean, like this is the number four and number five. Like, I mean, this, that's what they are. And in, in terms of the overall seed list, I mean, they, they, I mean, if Kentucky, if Kentucky beat Tennessee and then goes and wins the SEC tournament, like they're the number one seed there. So I think that's, that's fitting that they're the one and two together. Um, other top contenders, like obviously Purdue has the offensive firepower. They got such a great start. They're the number one team in the seat in the, in the, they were the number one team in the country for a little while this season, um, just a week because they had a, like a crazy loss at the rack. Um, <laughs> UCLA. I don't think people are talking about UCLA, but I'm high on UCLA. I know we've talked about this a little bit as well. Um, they've got all the pieces. They went to the Final Four last year. I trust Mick Cronin. They're experienced. Um, I think they're really, really – they are a really capable team. Um, and I think the fact that it's in the East region, like there's no – there's not going to be like a crazy edge for any of these teams, I think, in terms of fans. Like Big Blue, Big Blue Nation will show out if they get there. Kentucky will. Purdue fans travel great. I don't really know if Baylor fans will travel that great, you know? No, or, I mean, they get the first two games in Fort Worth. Right. It's big. It's, that's huge for, for anybody, that, for for anybody who's, 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 who's thinking about picking them to lose early. Yeah, well, I, not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, but it's definitely it's definitely been talked about. Really? Interesting. Okay. Um, would you agree that the, those are the top contenders? Purdue, Kentucky, UCLA, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think St. Mary's is really is a, is a sneaky is a sneaky good team sitting at the five right now, and I know we talk about UCLA not getting a lot of a lot of talk, but a, a team that gets even less talk is St. Mary's, and I think they're very capable of beating UCLA. Um, that team is incredibly well coached. They've been playing great basketball. I mean, they just beat Gonzaga. I, I think that's a team you have to watch out for. 
I mean, I, I, when I look at it, I think three of the four best teams are in the top part of the bracket. Is that some foreshadowing for your paper tiger? Yeah, I mean, I think I think everybody knows who my paper tiger is. Well, why not, now that you've led into it, who's your paper tiger? Purdue. Why? Purdukey. They can't guard. They do not guard. I could score on them. That's a bad thing because I can't not. shoot. Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, they just don't. They don't play any defense. They don't play any defense. That is a, that is a very bad thing. Come March, and people started to catch on to them. But we talked about how poorly Texas Tech's offenses yep. at sixty one. Purdue's defense is even worse at 89. Yep. Don't play a look at D. Yep. Completely agree. Purdue's the paper tiger. You, you mentioned Texas Tech. They are Texas Tech and Purdue are polar opposites. One team, I mean, you can't, you mentioned it. You can't be one dimensional. Doesn't matter. We usually talk about it in this sense with Purdue. That's why I don't think Purdue's going to lose to Yale, even though that might be a trendy pick. But like, Purdue better be ready to play in their next game against Texas or Virginia Tech. Like, that's not going to be. That is not going to be easy. Um, I like Purdue. I've been high on Purdue all year. They've got such, such good offensive players, but you got to guard in March. Like you got to guard and that they're, you can only outscore teams so much. And like, they've started to come back down to earth in big 10 play in that respect. And they've lost some games that they probably shouldn't have lost because their defense really is, is suspect. Um, so I agree. Purdue, the paper tiger bracket buster, Kyle. Who can fuck this whole thing up? I got one. San Francisco. I don't know if they will. I'm not I'm like I'm not picking it. I'm not picking against Kentucky. But I mean, I already in the picks pod I made my my love for San Francisco in that first game against Murray State known. San Francisco has two guards, Kyle. Khalil Shabazz and Jamari Bouye. They are un Believable. They are the type of guards that in March, you're like, oh my God, these guys are amazing. Like, holy hell. They are basically, I mean, I'm not going to go this far, like, and say they're Steph and Clay, but like, that's kind of what they are in Those that. Flash Brothers in like, San Francisco in action. Yeah. Like, that's what they are. And I mean, Jamari Bouye is amazing. And I don't know if Murray State's going to be ready for him. And I, I think, I mean, that game is, that game is an insanely good game. It's an insanely good 7-10 game. Completely agree. I don't know if San Francisco is going to go on the run. I'm not pick, sitting here saying they will, but we're talking about potential bracket busters and a team that could really muck this thing up. Like a lot of people like Kentucky, and San Francisco could really muck it up. <laughs> Talk about busting a bracket. They could bust a bracket. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I mean, San Francisco, I also think Murray State yep. has the potential to do it. Uh, I just really think both of those teams have a very good shot. Whoever wins that game to beat Kentucky, a better shot than North Carolina and Marquette have to beat Baylor, in my opinion. And I think that's probably less of a picked upset. And I, I know a lot of people have Kentucky winning it all. So uh, if you want leverage, that's your leverage. Yep. Yep. You're picked to win the region. Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> you want your leverage. Bet against Kentucky. Your pick to win. Kentucky. Mine too, bro. 
<laughs> it's sad. It's sad. It, it's, it's very scary because I, I can see the loss coming and I'm just sitting there with a, with a broken bracket on the, on the second day. Yeah. I think, day, I, guess. I think Kentucky's really good. Um, and I mean, what happened the last time Calipari missed the tournament? Like what happened the next year? Didn't they win it all? Or was it, or, or am I wrong about that? That might, am I, I might be making that up. I don't think I am though. Um, maybe they got to the final four or something like that. Kentucky NIT first round and then NCAA division one runner up. Like, I mean, I think they lost some steam coming down the stretch, which yep. I think is good. They, after that at Kansas blowout, the, the Kentucky talk got a little over the top. Arkansas, Tennessee, and Tennessee, and even struggling with Vanderbilt. Hopefully got them a little grounded. And uh, here's the other thing is when you're worried about a big – like Kentucky gets these terrible 7-10, 8-9 matchups consistently. And they're, I remember when I picked Wofford to beat them. And Kentucky was able to gut it out because Wofford was a fantastic team, just to the much to the extent that uh, San Francisco yeah. is. Um, and I think if you can get by that game, I don't think I think that game may be harder than who you're facing in the uh, in the Sweet 16. And I, I think there's the Baylor team is really good, but the injuries are um, are mounting. Um, UCLA is a, is a great team. St. Mary's is a really good team, but I, I don't think any of those teams can really match up with Kentucky. I, I think I'm with you. Um, I mean, I am with you. Kentucky, both of us, picks to win the East Regional. Moving on. Moving on to the South. San Antonio. Arizona, the top seed. Villanova, the number two seed. Tennessee, the number three seed. Illinois, the number four seed. I mean, Arizona is the obvious favorite here, yep. correct? Um, I mean, they just played great in the Pac-12 tournament. They've blown teams out all season long. Um, they're incredibly talented. They're big. They're fast. They're strong. They're athletic. They've got great wings, great size. Uh, their starting point guard, Kirk Creasa, is supposed to be coming back. He's trying to come back for the tournament. Um, they might not even need him for the first weekend anyway, but, I mean, he's trying to come back. They're the favorite, um, and I think a lot of people have them emerging from this region, and I think rightfully so, right? Yeah, I mean, said it with Gonzaga. What has Arizona done all year but, but win? Yeah, and win convincingly. Yeah. Yep. Um, biggest contender, Kyle, what do you think? Um, Illinois, Tennessee, Nova. Like it's not a really strong region. Say it, say it again. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think Illinois. I think Illinois is the biggest threat in Arizona in this region. Um, I think they are a team that lost early last year with a really good team. They bring back Coffee Coburn. Everyone is a fantastic coach. They're a balanced team. We talk about the Big Ten a lot. I don't like the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten is overrated. Illinois, though, is just uh, they defend at a high level and they score at a high level. Kofi Coburn, I mentioned this in my pick, the picks pod. Um, 
He's one of the best players in the country. This is a team that lost early last year. I think they are um, capable of going on a run. I think they were capable of going on a run last year. They just got a terrible matchup. Cameron Crutwig is the perfect uh, big man to defend against Kofi Coburn. Uh, Brad Underwood, while he didn't do it last year, had done it in the past. Um, if anybody remembers those uh, teams, where was that? Um, Stephen, Stephen F. F. Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he made a couple runs there before he got this uh, Illinois job. Uh, and, I mean, look at this this bracket is good, but it, it's vulnerable. And I think Arizona's a little bit soft. Okay. They did. Dadye was destroying them inside. I think that's a, uh, a recipe for success to beat Arizona. I think that's a team that could, could definitely do it. Um, and then I look, right, Tennessee just won the SEC, so you can't forget about them. That's a uh, really been performing. They play great defense. That's a team that could definitely make some noise. And then uh, Villanova, right? You want a senior guard who has done it before in March. Uh, you're going to get one with Colin Gillespie, and uh, you can't really complain with the coach there either, so. Yeah, um, I agree. You hit them with all, all the contenders. I think I think Illinois is the, the most talented. You can't hear me? Huh? You cut out for a second. Can you hear me now? You were just cutting out. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I just got an internet connection unstable. All right. All right. Yeah, just go. Okay. Um, it's working now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think um, you nailed it. All three of those. I mean, those are the three contenders. Obviously, uh, I think Illinois is probably the the best team from a talent perspective, and like they've got all the ingredients. Um, I don't necessarily know if they have the. I don't know if they're like a good enough unit, or like if they're strong enough or mentally tough enough to get to go that far. Um, but I, I think they have the pieces more than any other team in this region. Um, to contend with Arizona, I should say. I, I'm not sold on Tennessee. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but I like Villanova as well. I mean, Villanova's tough. They've got veterans that have done it before. Um, but the lack of a big man scares me. Um, I trust Jay Wright, but, like, their guard plays great. They shoot the ball well. And their defense has been really important for them over the last um, – when they played well. When they played well, they've guarded. And I think that's, that's, that's the recipe for success for them. Um, Paper Tiger. I'll start. Uh, paper tiger. Tennessee. Yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, you start. Yeah, I think I think Tennessee's a paper tiger. Yeah, uh, you got it. You got it. I think I think Tennessee is a paper tiger. Um, Rick Barnes. I'm a huge Rick Barnes fan, but like, he's never really done it in March, and he's had better teams than this that haven't done it at this level, and like they're so reliant on two freshman guards, like Zakai Ziegler. As a freshman guard, like they they just too reliant on on these guys being like their best players. It's like Kai Ziegler and and uh, Kennedy Chandler, right? Those are the two two freshman guards, and like I just don't think that's the recipe for success in March. Um, I I love the way they guard, but they just won the SEC tournament, and that was a great thrill for them. I don't know if they have it in them to to go on a on a hot stretch now and stay hot. Um, they have a really tricky second round matchup against either Michigan or Colorado State. I think Tennessee's the paper tiger here. Hey, um, I don't disagree. 
with that. Um, I do think Tennessee's got a lot of talent. Uh, I guess Houston is who I'd say is the paper tiger. I mean, they're five seeds, so it's not like massive. And I don't really think UAB can get it done against them. But analytics have this as a top four team, and they have just been kind of playing a little bit above their head recently. It started to come down. They were able to uh, – they got smacked by Memphis twice. They got revenge in the AAC championship, got the win. But um, I think Kelvin Sampson is a fantastic coach. But I think the lack of scoring, the lack of veterans, the I, I just don't – I just don't think this team – can go as far. And this is a team that went to the final four last year. So I think there's going to be a lot of steam behind them again, but I, I think the injuries are going to catch up to them. And I don't, I don't, I don't see them get into the second weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Houston paper tigery for sure, but maybe they're not. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> maybe they're not. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not as confident as I would in the analytics love Houston. I mean, I yeah. don't know. They haven't they haven't done it enough. I mean, they, they haven't won they haven't won big games. I mean, Memphis and SMU are their two best wins. Memphis on a neutral and SMU at home. Like, I mean, that's not good enough. That isn't gonna cut it. But like I would I don't I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I'm I'm having a hard time just assuming Houston's bad. You know what I mean? Well, I don't assume I'm not assuming. But no, I know, but I, I think like there's this there's this sentiment out there that like like Houston's only beaten one other tournament team, like five seed. Like, I don't know, having a hard time believing that Houston's not good. Yeah, I mean, Kelvin Sampson can coach, and the metrics are, you know, they've been around because because they work. Yep. Virginia Tech was it was a team without very many wins uh, not yep. long ago with the really high metrics. Yep. Okay, bracket buster. What are you thinking? I think TCU okay. is, a, is a scary team yep. to match up in the second round. Uh, we mentioned Arizona's problems with bigs. Eddie Lampkin is a, it's a great big. Uh, they beat Kansas already. Dixon is, can coach. I think that's a, that's a potential bracket buster. And, um, yeah, I'll just stick with that. You, you give yours. Yeah, mine's Michigan. I mean, yeah. I mentioned this on the picks pod. I think it sets up really well for Michigan. Um, a lot of people are, are like thinking about why did Michigan, how did Michigan even get in, blah, blah, blah. But coming into the year, they were a national title favorite. I mean, for better or for worse. And I, I mean, I didn't just, I didn't agree with that at the time. I didn't have them as like a top five team. A lot of people did though. They brought in a highly touted recruiting class, Hunter Dickinson back, Devontae Jones, one of the top grad transfers, Eli Brooks back. Um, they've just kind of been, up and down all year. And they've had some great moments where they've looked dominant against other good teams. Like they've won at Indiana by a ton. They blew out Purdue by 30. They beat the shit out of San Diego state. This is a Michigan team that has shown that ceiling. And now they get a really favorable draw, right? They play Colorado state. Who's a really good team, but like Michigan's favorite over them. And Michigan's the favorite because Michigan is analytically probably the better team. And if Michigan played the same schedule, Colorado state had like, you could probably make the argument. They have the same records. Um, so you've got Michigan, the 11 seed, a betting favorite over Colorado state. And then they would play Tennessee, which has two freshman point guards, Rick. I mean, Tennessee's really not an explosive offense, good defensively, but meh. And in Indianapolis, which is like big 10 country. 
So I think it sets up great for Michigan to make a little run here to the Sweet 16. Um, so they're my they're my bracket buster. Pick to win, Kyle. Pick to win the South Region. Illinois. Really. Illinois. We're gonna do it. Uh, we may lose in the uh, in the second round, but uh, could lose in the first round. Yeah, they eh, better not. I'm, I'm gonna take Illinois. I, I I said it multiple times here. I like this team a lot. I think Brad Underwood's a hell of a coach. It's March, so it's always gonna be tough. But I think if I like Houston's got great analytics, and uh, that that counts for something. But I think some of those analytics are still riding on the team that was healthy. Yeah, was there, that was healthy early in the year. Um, I would not be surprised if Villanova came out. I would not be surprised if Arizona obviously came out. If Tennessee came out, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think this is a uh, I think this is a tough one to pick a winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see it with all of them. Um, I'm going to go with Villanova. Um, I think that – I think they're a little underrated right now. I don't feel like people are talking about them, but, like, they're experienced. I love experience. They make shots. Um, I think they've got a devil of a second-round matchup waiting for them, whether it's Ohio State or Loyola Chicago. Like, that is not going to be easy. Um, I don't think Delaware is going to be necessarily easy in the first round either. Like I trust Jay Wright and I think it's going to set up well for him. I think he's going to find a way. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if Villanova found a way to the final four. So Villanova is my pick to win this region. I, I think it's, I don't feel like it's a trendy pick. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I think they're kind of flying under the radar because they, they, I don't want to say they underachieved this year, but they weren't anywhere near as good as I think people were optimistic that they would be. Um, but I like Nova. Um, I think they're good. I think they've got – they're tough. Okay, Midwest region. Number one seed is Kansas. The number two seed is Auburn. The number three seed is Wisconsin. And the number four seed is Providence. I mean, who isn't a fucking paper tiger in this region? Yeah, this is the softest region of all time. Holy cow. So who's the favorite to win? I think it's still got to be Kansas. Yeah, it's Kansas. Phil uh, uh, Soft still your head coach. You still got – Abaji, you got all the talent in the world there. Uh, they won the big Big 12. It's not an easy task. Yep. Um, top contender? Where do you go? What do you think? I don't know. All right, I'll say, I'll say right now I think the top contender is probably Auburn um, because – like, if you look at the top four seeds, like Auburn, I mean, it, like, like you could make an argument that it's Iowa. I mean, is it Iowa? Iowa? It could be Iowa. It could be LSU. Um, it's definitely not Wisconsin or Providence. So I'll just get no. that out there. And yeah. I think Auburn's better than Iowa. So I, I will say Auburn. Um, now, Auburn is going to have a devil of a time themselves just making it through Greenville. I mean, they're, Miami or USC in that second round is going to be coming for blood. And Auburn, think- Auburn could lose their first round game the way they fucking play. But I, I like Bruce Pearl. They're so talented, though. And when they've been good, they've been great. So because of that, like, because their ceiling is so high, like, I, I, I think Auburn is still the top contender. I think the bottom of this bracket is the hardest to pick of any of the regions. Yeah. Like, just picking 
one team of that group to go to the Elite Eight is probably the hardest hardest decision out there. So, who's the top contender in your opinion? Is it Iowa? Um, I mean, is Iowa the second best team in this region? I don't think so. But I know you might think so. I mean, it's tough to have your your top contender lose in the first round. Yep. Well, you didn't. You said you said Richmond plus ten and a half on the pick spot. Well, what do you think I'm picking? Well, yeah, that's fair. It's just a testament to what's going on in this region. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the safe pick, I guess, is just to say Auburn. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I'll just I'll just say Wisconsin. I think this team's paper tire, but uh, they they've got Davidson. Uh, they've been winning games they shouldn't win all year. And this is a region where nobody wants to win a game. So I'll go with Wisconsin. And they start out in Milwaukee, which can't hurt. Yeah. Right. And it's in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, paper Tigers. <laughs> hey, when um, they start? They're all Paper Tigers. They are all. Go. Kansas, Auburn. Yeah. Where am I? Kansas, Auburn, uh, Wisconsin, Providence, Iowa. Yeah. One through five, all yeah. fake. Yeah, I mean, this has the potential to be the most fucked up region of all of them. Yep. Um, I I completely agree. So I here's the thing I will say though I don't think Kansas and Auburn are as paper tigery. I think they're, I just think they're inconsistent. Like I think Wisconsin and Providence are fucking luck boxes that in reality should be like seven seeds that have floated their way up to this level because they've won a billion games by inside four points. Um, now I don't think Kansas or Auburn are particularly good. And like, I think, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't, I shouldn't go that far because I, I, I might have a national title pick coming from this region, but I, 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 I don't think Kansas or Auburn are paper tigers. I think they have, I think they are two of the teams in the country that actually have like national championship ceiling. I don't think Providence or Wisconsin have that at all. Um, now I know Kansas and Auburn have been incredibly inconsistent. They've had terrible, I mean, Auburn like needed to win at the buzzer against like Missouri and like, Georgia. I mean, those are pretty, pretty embarrassing. And like Kansas lost on a neutral to Dayton um, got handled at TCU. Like, I mean, Kansas has its fair share of issues as well. Uh, but like, I don't think they're paper tigers. Um, I think they're vulnerable, but I think Providence and Wisconsin are like, I mean, they, they are, they are fragile, fragile. Um, so that's, that's my take there. Bracket buster. Is it, we are, you are. I think it's a spider baby. 
Yeah, could be. Uh, I think uh, I was a team a lot of people have going pretty far here for, for good reason. They just won the Big Ten. Um, but, I mean, I talked about this when I gave the pick. Uh, Iowa doesn't defend. We talked about this for a while. They don't defend at all. Uh, Richmond can score. If it's just going to come down to who scores more, I mean, that's not really uh, – it's not really going to be that much skill that gets involved. That's just a shooting contest, and a team that can shoot can win a shooting counter contest, and Richmond can shoot. Um, so I think that's scary. And then you have the potential matchup of Providence, South Dakota state in the second round. I think that, uh, that's, that's not a terrible setup to, uh, to be sitting in the sweet 16. Yep. Completely agree. Colin completely agree. And, and like being sent to Buffalo, not that that's like nearby Richmond or anything, but it's not exactly nearby Iowa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not so. I think there there could be worse places. Like you could have been sent to Milwaukee or Indianapolis, and that would be a way worse situation. I think um, from that standpoint. Uh, so my bracket buster isn't exactly a double digit seed, um, but it's a team that I think will nobody's talking about. We talked about it a little bit on the picks pod. Um, I think LSU is an elite eight team in this region. Um, their defense is awesome. I don't think getting Will Wade out of the picture is necessarily the worst thing in the world. I mean, he's, it's not like he's ever done anything in the tournament anyway. Um, now it's just, let's roll it out and let's play. And a lot of times in the tournament, like that's just what it is. I mean, coaching matters, but like, are your Jimmy's and Joe's better than our Jimmy's and Joe's? And I look at this region, Colin, like LSU has better Jimmy's and Joe's than Iowa state, Wisconsin, and Colgate. And you can argue they have better Jimmy's and Joe's than USC, Miami, Auburn, and Jacksonville. They're, they're super athletic. They defend at a ridiculously high level. They're deep. They're long. Can they make enough shots? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But, like, backs are against the wall. Can we rally the, the troops? I mean, they better do it now because they're not going to play in a tournament for another decade after this year. I mean, that's at least what it seems like. <laughs> so, so I think LSU has the – I mean, I don't feel like people are talking about them, and I think they have the complete – um, capacity to, to do some do some damage in this Midwest region. What do you think about that? Is that crazy? A little bit. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's very similar to what I might have in my uh, yeah my, I mean, my bracket. Great great minds think alike. I mean, what what, yeah. what are we supposed to do here? I, mean, um, I can't pick I can't pick Auburn there. Yeah. Okay. Who's your pick to win the region? Kansas. Yeah. Me too. Um, I think at the at the end of the day. And I was thinking about this, and this is something I all I thought about last year as well, and it worked for me last year. Um, maybe because I got lucky with Baylor being so great, but like when I made the decision to pick Baylor to win the national championship, I was thinking about okay, which team did I have like super super elite coming into the season that nobody else really considers super super elite right now, and like that's Kansas for me. Um, I had Kansas number one in the country coming into the season. Their roster, Bill Self the returning talent, like what can they get out of Remy Martin? Like he hasn't really been great this year, but like they did just win the big 12 championship. And I've looked a lot at what Bill Self's done in the NCAA tournament. When they win the big 12 championship, they tend to go on a bit of a run in the NCAA tournament too. They're playing with confidence. Um, they got a lot of matchup advantages everywhere. And it's a soft region. Um, plus it's in the Midwest, which I think only helps them. So rock chalk, Jayhawk, KU. Um, I have them in the, in the, in the final four as well. Okay, so what are your picks? What do you have in the final four, Kyle? Got Duke, yep. Kentucky, yep. Illinois, and yep. Kansas. Okay. And I am Gonzaga, Kentucky, Villanova, Kansas. Very I have not, 
very chalky. I think, but I think we've talked about this. Like, I think it's going to be a very chalky bracket this year. Like, I think the top 12 teams are the top 12 teams in the country. And it's just like, like I don't think there's a lot of pair. Weirdly, I don't think there's a lot of parody. Like there could be a lot of early upsets, but I think the best teams are the best teams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I like, like, I don't see Gonzaga, Baylor, Kansas. Like, I don't see the one seeds going down early. And I think, but like, I, I could see, I think Auburn could go down early. I don't really think Villanova could, but I think Kentucky and Duke could. Um, I don't know. I think, I think there's a potential for this bracket to be all sorts of messed up. But it, it is, I mean, I'm pretty chalky too. Yeah. Two twos and one and a four. Yeah, but that's less chalky than me. I'm two twos and two ones. Yeah. I, I haven't made the decision on Villanova yet. I like it, but I haven't. Affiliated. I mean, I haven't locked in any of these. Yeah, th- that's just where my, my head is at right now. I, 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 don't, I don't lock in until 11.55 on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I, the way I'm looking at this bracket is like there are very few things that I know for a fact. One thing I know for a fact is I'm, I'm picking Michigan in the Sweet 16. I'll tell you that. I will be all over Boise State um, against Memphis. I think LSU is capable of making a run. And, like, I have Kansas in the Final Four. I'm like, that's really all that I know for a fact, you know? Yeah. Okay. Who's your Who's your national champion? What do you think? Well, so we do the national championship. Sure. Go ahead. I've got Kentucky versus Kansas. As do I. <laughs> and I mean I'm going to ride with them one more time give me the cats and uh, I'll do the same with my team Rock Chalk Jayhawk KU wow look at that after all this we got the same freaking final Can't imagine imagine if we're the so do you think we're going to be the only ones in our pool that have that have Kentucky no. I don't think people are going to take Kansas I don't know. Kansas is it's Bill Self and it's, it's a, yeah. Kansas is a name and they're a one seed. Kentucky Kentucky scares me, man, because their region is so good. Kentucky's region so good and Kentucky is like loved. Negative value. I know. Oh, all right. That's what scared me, and that but I don't want to pick Kansas. I know. I mean, I like I think Kansas is really good, but I I, I get it. Um Anything else that you you any takeaways on the bracket? Anything else that you want to mention? Or I mean, is the winner of Miami South uh, USC beating Auburn? I'm not for sure about that. I mean, it's possible, but I'm not. I'm not going to say that with confidence. I think that's probably my favorite seven ten matchup against the two. Okay, I agree. I mean, I think Michigan State and Davidson are 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 not nearly as good as. I would have loved to be able to take USC or something against against Duke. Yeah, yeah. That's Chicago, Ohio State is going to be a great game. And the winner of that team playing Villanova in Pittsburgh, like an Ohio State Villanova game in Pittsburgh. I mean, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be very even fan base. Yeah. I I what do you think about I can't get there with Ohio State. Yeah. Um we haven't talked about that game, Kyle. What do you think about that game? It's one of the toughest games, in my opinion, to pick. 
But I like the thing is, there's some games like so that seven ten. I really don't know what to pick. Yeah. But I'm I'm certain I'm taking Villanova to beat them. Yeah. In in my opinion, the hardest game to pick is USC Miami, because I'm picking whoever wins that game to beat Auburn. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, like I don't know. What do you think of Loyola Ohio State? Um. I think Loyola is really, really good. Um, I think Ohio State has been sputtering down the stretch. Uh, for whatever reason, I feel like nobody wants Ohio State, though. But the fact that the game is in Pittsburgh and, like, EJ Liddell is good. And, like, I, I don't know. Ohio State's had their moments this year. I mean, this is a team that went on the road and beat Illinois. Like, they lost to Purdue on the road by, like, a bucket. They beat Duke. Like, let's not, let's not pretend like Ohio State isn't good. Um, they've had some – some shitty moments down the stretch, but like, I mean, they're good. I mean, they lost to Penn state. That's the last memory they've had, but on the flip side, they're also well rested because they, they haven't played since Wednesday. And like, you know, you've got Villanova that, I mean, neither is Loyola Chicago for what it's worth. Cause they, they played last week, but. Yeah. I mean, also. Nobody's thinking about Ohio state. Man. Ohio state doesn't defend three. Ohio state doesn't defend. And that's a that's a that's a big problem with a team full of shooters. Yeah, I mean, but I also don't think Ohio State can or Loyola. They don't have the guy. They don't have. Um, they don't have Crutwood anymore. They don't have the guy to to stop EJ Liddell. I mean, they're, really. they're good. They're good though, man. Like I I've watched them play. Like they're they're good. <laughs> they're they're deep. They're they're good. I. I I, I kind of agree, though, and, and Drew Valentine's first time in the tournament coaching. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I kind of think of them similar to what, how I think of Texas Tech. You know, like overachieved with a new coach, but now it's a, it's a different ball game. Yeah. Um, what do you think about UConn? We haven't talked about UConn at all. Like, they were your team last year, and now, like. Yeah, well, they, they screwed me last year. Like, are you um, not, like, in on them? Like, I'm kind of in on them like, i think uconn i mean so they, a load I, of I, I think i think new mexico state is tough because new it mexico is. state's a team i really want to pick yep uh but they kind of do the same thing as uconn right like yeah. they're just big and they rebound and i think that plays into uconn's hands a little bit but i also think like uconn like they okay at shooting but i don't trust uconn making shots in the tournament Agreed. Which is which is scary to me, um, but I mean I, I could very easily see that. I mean, I I could still easily have them in my my Sweet Sixteen right now. I haven't I haven't even looked at like what I'm going to do with that matchup. Yep. Because I can't. I, both of those matchups, I can't even get past the first round. <laughs> yep. Yep. Agreed. Like Vermont could give Arkansas trouble. Yeah. Defend the defend the two really well. That's all Arkansas wants to do is go inside. Yep. And they don't and they don't go inside like with big guys. They go inside by taking you off the dribble. But Vermont's really well disciplined. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I I agree. What do you think about that UNC Marquette game, Kyle? That's the toughest game I've looked at because like I think UNC is so much better than Marquette, but so does everybody. Like, I, like UNC is the most public bet, I think, on the board so far. Is it really? Pretty sure. I mean, nobody wants Marquette. 
I don't mean, like that. I like it's it's also not a game I'm, I've been looking at as much because it's to me it's it's one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think either of these teams beat Baylor. Yeah. How far do you have Texas going? Like, do you think they beat Purdue? Yeah. All right. Anything else? Any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Uh, what? Oh, what do you think of uh, UCLA, Akron? And what do you think of UCLA in general? I feel like we haven't really talked about that first team we've been. I like UCLA. I think UCLA is really good. I, I'm. I mean, are they a team that's could be elite eight, final four bound again? Like, I think they could be. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. That's. Like I, I love like there's a scenario where um Baylor, Kentucky, and UCLA, if they were in different regions, could have all been in my final four. They just went to the Midwest. I mean, uh I don't think I, I would have taken Kansas over all of them. I'm, well, I'm, I, I, you got like, Kansas winning, so I hope so. If all, if all of them were in the east or the or the south, or the the mid the west or the south, I would have I could have seen myself like I, I like Baylor better than Arizona. Um, I like Kentucky better than Arizona. Um, I like UCLA better than Arizona. Yeah, I like UCLA better than Duke. Better than you Texas. think of the UCLA Baylor matchup? I mean, if it gets there, like I, I haven't. I'm kind of at a roadblock. Like Baylor's a tough. Baylor's tough, man. Like it's hard not to. Nobody's it's hard to bet against Baylor when they there's no like value betting against Baylor right now. Yeah. But like. But I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy Bell. Yeah, me neither. Me I, neither. I don't, I, I think they've lost their defensive identity, and I don't think they're the same team as last year. They're, they're, they're definitely not. They're not as good. Um, so, you still like could, I think you still like could absolutely get to that Final Four um, from that region. Um, I think the dream matchup is a UCLA Kentucky game for the NCAA. They would love that. They would love Gonzaga, Duke, UCLA, Kentucky. Arizona, Villanova, Kansas, maybe Auburn. Wisconsin. Kansas, Wisconsin. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Kansas, Wisconsin would be Matt in the Midwest. Midwest too. Would be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Wisconsin's getting there. I think Wisconsin sucks. You got a nice draw though. They do have a great draw, and being in in Milwaukee is such an advantage for them. All right. Any other final thoughts? Nope. I mean, here's one. Who's the what's the highest seed you're looking at? The highest seed I'm looking at for a potential upset. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to be very aggressive this year. Um, I'm looking at a 13 seed. Um. In Vermont. But okay. I think that's, I think that's a trendy one. Um, and I'm looking, I'm not really looking at the 12s either, which is crazy because they always happen. But like of the 12s, I can see myself picking Richmond. Um, I could also see myself picking UAB, but like I, I've, I've gone back and forth. Like I'm like last year, Colin, I was in love with two 13 4 matchups. Loved them. Loved North Texas against Purdue. Loved Liberty against Oklahoma State. There is not a 13 4, 12 5, 14 3 that I am in love with this year. No, it's, it's tough. It's it's tough pickings are out there right now. Yeah. 
Like, I, I think it's really difficult to identify a, a Cinderella run. And I mean, there's obviously going to be one, like it's going to happen, but like, I, yeah, it always happens. just got to avoid the, the landmines. You know what, you, you know what it might come from? It might come from one of our teams. Like it might, yeah. like it really could. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to blow smoke, but like Alabama and Texas tech both have their fair share of problems. Yeah. Um, so that's all. I don't, I don't know which, which, which sleeper, man. Like a lot of people like Chattanooga, but I don't think they're beating Illinois. A lot of people like Vermont, but like that feels just like the Colgate Arkansas game last year. I think Vermont's a little better than Colgate. I think Vermont is better than Colgate. And I think Vermont's experienced. Yeah. I'm not, I like UCLA too much to, to want to get there on Akron. It could be Yale. I don't think they it have could the be Yale. I could see, I could see Yale. I don't think they have the size, like when all said and done, to hang in there with Purdue, like in inside. But like, it could be Yale, could be Montana State. What'd you say? Maybe Montana State. I haven't looked into them enough. It could be Colgate. Could be. I, I picking against Wisconsin in Milwaukee. Yeah, it's crazy for a team that's in the Patriot League is tough. Yeah. We've got a long way to go to before we block these in. Yes, we do. All right, let's wrap it up. Everybody, thank you for listening to Hook and Ladder Pod, our full bracket breakdown. Uh, Mr. O'Donnell, good luck with your brackets. Uh, it was good talking this through with you tonight. And um, peace out. Yeah.